Welcome to this week of the Players Corner. That's right, we are back. Sorry, it's been a couple weeks, had some stuff I had to take care of, but we are back. I'm Laird Olive, your host, and this week we have a very special edition with some very special guests. And the first one of those is number 55, outside linebacker for Oregon, and the season nine defensive player of the year, Jebediah Longtree. Jebediah, how are you doing today? Hey, man, I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. You enjoying the offseason? Oh, yeah, man. Getting out there, trying to recruit a little bit. Got recruiting done, so I'm, I'm ready for the season to start. Yeah. Did you get a chance to go back home and uh, chill a little bit before heading back to Eugene? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, Alaska, man. It's it's cold up there right now, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, first question. You got you. Uh, Tutu and Puma, and you uh-huh. all three are brothers, right? Yeah. Who's the oldest out of you three? Uh, Tutu. Tutu. So is he going to be a senior this coming year? Well, we're so you know we're the same age, but he's the oldest as as in like minutes. Oh, you're twin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing, I'm a twin too. My uh, twin actually plays for Toledo, though. We didn't get on the same team. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not actually, that. We're actually triplets, technically. So. Huh? So we're technically triplets because me, Puma, and Tutu. So. Oh, wait a minute. Puma's all – oh, wow. Dang, I didn't know yeah, that. Know. Yeah. So how did it come about, like, you're triplets, but you guys are built so differently. You're a monster, and you're a linebacker. You've got yeah. – who's, I'd say, more of average side for a defensive back, but then you get the tiny little Puma – as the running back, I mean, how did that happen? Just like genetics were all over the place or something, or yeah. what? Something in the water in Alaska? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I can't all answer right. that one, but you know. Well, first of all, congratulations on the Defensive Player of the Year honors. What was your reaction when they were doing the broadcast and you heard that it was you that won that? Um, honestly, I was just super excited. Like, uh, Frosty, you know, he was rooting for me. He he messaged me like as soon as it happened, and we were, I was just you know celebration a little bit, you know, especially after coming off a tough loss in the playoffs. It was good to to see that you know my performance this season was noticed by you know people around the league. Um, last year, last year I uh, I was in the running last year too, so you know I felt both sides of that. I felt you know obviously losing and then coming back this year and being able to win it. It was it was a great opportunity. Well, yeah, I mean, you had a hell of a year. I mean, 94 tackles, 21 of those for, was for a loss. You had three sacks two and two picks. I mean, as a linebacker, especially outside linebacker, you can't ask for a more productive season. Yeah, you know, um, last year it was pretty similar for me. Um, last season stats, um, I think I had the same exact tackles for loss, um, the same exact forced fumbles. I didn't have any picks last year and I had a few more tackles last year, but like I said, I'm just trying to be consistent. Like that's my thing, you know, every season just being consistent and even, you know, if I can grow and even get a little bit better, then that's my goal. You know, just definitely staying consistent, helping the defense uh, any way that I can. Well, now it's on to uh, your junior season for you. So this is a big one because guys sometimes tend to declare for the draft after their junior season. I'm not going to ask you if you, that's what the plan is, because that's obviously <laughs> way in the future. We got a, you got another national championship to go after in the meantime. 
But I mean, it's got to weigh on your mind. Like you're now kind of on the downhill slope of your collegiate, your collegiate career. Oh yeah. It's, it's been a, it's been a journey, man. You know, being able to get on the same team with my, with my two brothers, that's, you know, not a lot of people get that opportunity to do that. And the fact that we were able to do that and, you know, we've played, this is going to be our third season together in college. Um, you know, it's been great. Last season was definitely, I think, better than, you know, I had a better experience than my freshman year. Our freshman year, um, you know, we, I think we went like two and five or something like that. So, mm-hmm. or two and six. But, um, you know, this season we were able to make it to the playoffs and, you know, get to the second round, the semifinals. So, um, we're hoping to build on that. And, you know, hopefully junior season is the, you know, third, third time's the charm. So, we'll see. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I got to ask, I mean, how do you do it? I mean, two consecutive seasons, one where you had 106 tackles, and this uh, year you got 94 tackles. I mean, how do you do that? That's an insane amount of tackles. Um, You know, I, I, I give most of the credit to my teammates, you know, just being there and doing their jobs to put me in a position to, you know, either wrap up the ball carrier or be in a position to, you know, get that tackle for loss, like, you know, holding the line, stuff like that. Um, you know, so the, my teammates, those are the main guys, you know, making sure that, you know, the coverage is tight so the QB can't let it go, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a guy that's really going to, you know, pump myself up. Like, I feel like, you know, just doing it on the field and letting my play do the talking. So it's definitely my teammates. Those are guys that really uh, most of the credit goes to. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Like, I, you see all these – these uh, defensive backs in chat and everyone's like, Oh, as a defensive back, you got to have to have like an attitude. And it's like, you know what? You guys can have your attitude all you want. I'm I'll talk a little bit in chat. I'll talk a little bit of trash talk. If you start talking trash with me, but I won't start it. I just like to, I like to let my play do the talking. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, like I said, I mean, if you ask guys in the league who, you know, that's one of the top linebackers are, I mean, what I've heard is people say my name, but I'm not, yep. you know, I'm going to let them do that. Like me, I'm just going to, you know, do my thing and then let my play do the talking. Okay. That actually brings an interesting thing. I always like to ask uh, players this, who do you see is the guy in your, your position? Like who's the guy that you look up to and you're like, that is who I, I need to emulate. Um, there's, a, there's been a couple guys um, that, well, I'll say, Wyatt King and Akuma Talok were two of the guys that I really looked up to. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're obviously in the pros now, um, yeah. but uh, those two guys were the two guys that I really looked up to. Um, another guy that before I even was was in college, Mark Calloway was a guy that really, like historically, was a guy that I looked up to as a a guy that, that modeled kind of modeled my game after. I would say, dude, people whenever they I have never heard as much reverence spoken about a name of a player as Mark Callaway. I've never even seen him play. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit, I haven't gone back to try to find the film on it, but I, I've just heard he's just all time up there, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, I mean, you know, in the same, in the same vein as myself, just a guy that was very consistent and played at a high level every, every single, every single night you know, that he was out there and uh, also one defensive player of the year. Um, and then I think one season was like a vote or two away from winning it, you know, again. So 
Is it? Didn't he go to the Bears in the pros? Uh, I think no. He went to the Eagles, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but still, like, I've. <laughs> Yeah, that's one guy that I still got to go back and I got to watch film because everyone keeps talking about him. And I'm like, dude, I got to check this guy. Like all these like it, it was interesting during the uh, the the expansion uh, draft, uh-huh. all those names, looking them over and seeing, oh, I, I want to see who this guy is. and asking people around. Like, for example, for me as a corner, I'm like, who should I target like as a corner? Like who which is like the all time greatest corner? And I got a bunch of different um, people telling me different things. Um, but yeah, it, it's for me to look onto, but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, the way the league is, I mean, especially me come, I came in, this was my first season um, my, with my, and this, and the player I got right now is my first player. And it, it I didn't realize how, historic i guess i could i'm trying to say it is like the history that it all goes behind it you know yeah yeah definitely and you know that's what i like to, to look at as i mean me personally as a member i've been a member of the cfsl since season four so mm-hmm. just being able to like you know be a part of a lot of those guys career and seeing it unfold was pretty pretty cool to see um yeah. the history of it is pretty awesome yeah and now we got Jebediah along. You got you, Jebediah Longtree. You're making your own history. You got a spot in the history now as winning the defensive player of the year. Um, so, what are your goals for this coming season? Obviously, the big one is to win the Natty. That's everyone's goal, right? Yeah, do you have any, Do you have any other goals besides that that you want to accomplish this season? Um, I think for me, like I want to be a guy that is in the record books. Um, so I guess for me, it's just keeping that pace to be like for when my career is finished to be in the record books as like one of the top tacklers in the, in history, one of the top tackle for loss guys in history, stuff like that. So just keeping that pace that I'm on right now is my main goal. And then obviously, you know, winning the natty. That's, that's the big Yeah. So obviously to do that, you probably need another 95 to 100 tackle season. Which I mean, um, you've yeah, done it twice already. Yeah, that's that's definitely the goal. Um, I I was hoping to get close to a hundred this past season. I uh, didn't get there, but you know, again, that's you know something that I've got to improve on. I want to get like my goal is to hit a hundred tackles every year. So yeah, definitely. Um, so as the outside linebacker, like for some some people that are just getting new into this? Like, what is your primary responsibility as outside linebacker? Well, for me, I, I am an outside linebacker, but Frosty is actually I've, – I've been playing middle my entire oh, he's career. Played in the middle? Yeah, so, like, I'm actually – I am an outside linebacker, but I've played middle. So, um, okay. yeah, so me, like, as a middle linebacker, um, my, my biggest responsibility is to, you know, obviously um, – keep the middle of the field covered in zone. And then, you know, just to make sure that, you know, ball carry doesn't get past me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So a lot of times also the middle linebacker is he's like the quarterback of the defense on, on the field. He's the one calling the the coverages and stuff like that. Was that you this year since you were just a sophomore or was there Uh, someone else? Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't the the captain on defense. Uh, Brum, Kai Brummer was our captain. Um, 
mm-hmm. but as far as like just being I you know the vocal point of the defense yeah that was I mean that was my my responsibility um you know just being that you know you're in literally in the middle of the defense so um yeah definitely I was the guy that you know was was the the caller or the play caller what have you yeah so gotcha mm-hmm. so so um you're from Alaska uh-huh. you ended up going to Oregon was the proximity to a lot of Oregon to Alaska the reason why you signed with them? Or tell us that story, how you ended up getting recruited and signing to Oregon. Um, I mean, you know, there was a couple teams that, that made a push for me. Um, I guess since it's, you know, my recruiting's over, I could, I could say who it was. Um, Clemson, Clemson pushed hard for me um, for a while. It was really Clemson and, and Oregon were my two teams that, you know, I came down to the end and those were the two that, I had to make the, the choice on um, mm-hmm. Oregon. I think the biggest thing for me was that we were actually, you know, able to, they were actually able to recruit all three of us, you know, me, Tutu and Puma. So that was probably my biggest thing that got me there. They were actually able to fit all three of us on the team. Um, so Clemson wasn't necessarily able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, no knock on Clemson. Clemson, you know, Clutch was there. He's at Boise now, but Clutch was there. I mean, that, it was a great, you know, He's a great dude, great AD. Uh, Shane was also mm-hmm. there. Uh, they're great guys. I've known them for, for quite a while now. So, um, But like I said, just being able to play with my brothers, I couldn't really pass that up. See, as a junior, that means you guys are in the uh, same class as uh, Dane. No. No, Dane Jones is, is a senior. This yeah, Dane here. Jones is a senior. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. you'd be in the same as like, Maddox and uh, – who else do we got that's juniors this year? Max is the big one that jumps out of my mind from our team that's a junior this year. Yeah, uh, I can't – I'm trying to think of – there's been a lot of change-up for Clemson this season. Yeah, we we uh, we uh had a lot of guys uh, transfer out. We had a couple guys declare for the draft. Uh-huh. Um, D. was one of them. Uh, yeah, because I know – I mean, you know, like Josh Clayton and uh, – he was on. He was on your guys' team. I came in the same year as him. Um, yeah, yeah. We were in that same recruiting class together. Um, but I can't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else is. I can't think of anyone else on your team that's a junior right now. Yeah, I can't really think of any right now. I, I know there are some. Yeah. And I feel bad that I don't remember it, but. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then. Why is it – was it so – like, this may sound like a, a stupid question, mm-hmm. but, I mean – so let me just explain my thing. Me and my brother – Yeah. Growing up, playing in high school, we were always on the same team, but we always wanted to be on different teams. Yeah. Because he was an offensive player. I'm a defensive – he's a wide receiver. I'm a DB. And so I just felt like it would be natural for us to be on different teams and, and, and like it was meant to be. Yeah. So what – what would you say is the connection that you and your two brothers have that made you guys want to be on the same team? Um, I don't think – so when we went into recruiting, it wasn't like set in stone that we were determined to play on the same team. Um, yeah. Like we, we were listening to every offer, you know, that we had. Um, I, and we didn't even know if it would be possible for us to be on the same team. Like we didn't – you know, that wasn't anything that we had in, in our minds that we were, we were going to do. Um, 
then, you know, Frosty came to us and, you know, we, we discussed, you know, who was recruiting us and stuff, just, you know, just to see what, you know, who, what teams reached out. Um, yeah. And we figured out that, you know, all three of us were being recruited by Oregon. And, <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, well, there's actually an opportunity for us to play on the same team. <laughs> and uh, God. just something that, like, again, it was just really hard to pass that up, just being able to. Um, but it definitely wasn't anything that we had, you know, planned out prematurely that we were going to play on the same team. We just went into recruiting with an open mind and we're like, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then, you know, we'll we'll play for whatever team we feel like is the best fit for us. Mm-hmm. So in your freshman year, was it easier to transition to the playing style and the playbook since you already had two guys that went all the way up through high school right alongside you? especially Tutu being in the the um, secondary? Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, you know, just being able – you know, he's he's backing me up a lot. Like, he was the guy, you know, behind me in, in the safety spot that, you know, was the guy that would come in if, you know, something was missed or something like that and make a play. Um, Puma, he was on offense. Um, but, again, you know, just having that uh, camaraderie, I guess, is – in the locker room mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, having two guys that you know, you've known your entire life, it makes does make it definitely a little bit easier for sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't know if you, you I know you said you listen to the show, but I said it once in an interview. I love watching Puma run. I love watching him play. It is just so cool how fast he is and how agile he is. It just blows my mind. Yeah, I mean he. He's so fast and he's so small. <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's one of those deals where we really just um, this year, Frosty really just wanted to open it up to him being more of a pass catcher instead of just running between the tackles. And I think that really helped Puma a lot mm-hmm. of year, um, get, you know, more known because freshman year, he, he kind of struggled here and there. I mean, our whole team struggled our freshman year. We We weren't where we needed to be. Um, skill-wise, yeah. we were just, you know, play-wise, we were not there. And so, you know, we had to change it up um, this year. But I think it worked out in the end for us. Um, and, like I said, just opened it up for Puma to be able to do what he does best. Yeah. So what what do you think changed on defense for you to be able to, to make it – well, maybe not for you necessarily, but for everyone else to – basically have a playoff run on the defense or was it mostly the offense that you guys need to try to figure out to, to make such a deep run? I think, I think it was more offensively. Cause if you looked at our stats, our fresh, my freshman year on, on defensively, we were a pretty good defensive team. Um, mm-hmm. We just, you know, we would play really good defense for three quarters and the offense, you know, wasn't always getting, getting going. And so we just, get tired, you know, and that's just how it is, you know, on defense, unfortunately, you know, we were bigger guys. <laughs> so we get, we yeah. get tired <laughs> after a while. But um, that was our biggest yeah. thing. I think, you know, obviously getting the offense going, um, being able to sustain drives um, and taking more time off the clock really helped us. You know, we'd actually be able to be on the sideline a little bit longer and, you know, recuperate and get, you know, to get back on the defensive side uh, when it was time for that. Um, like I said, yeah. defensively, we did change our scheme. Uh, we were running uh, – my freshman year, we uh, 
ran something different than what we ran last year. Last year we ran a three three five, so um, that was yeah. a little bit different. Um, but other than that, like we, our defense was pretty set. Um, we grabbed Monty Wyatt, who was a great guy for us uh, last year. Yeah, um, that was probably the biggest change. Um, adding him really helped bring in another lockdown corner for us. So uh, adding yeah. him, and then obviously just fixing the offense. That was our two main things that we've worked on in the offseason going into last year. Yeah. Yeah, you guys definitely made a really deep run, and then there's no reason to suspect that you guys won't this year. Um, looking at you guys' uh, recruiting class, it looks pretty pretty strong. To And it, it, it kind of reloads you guys to where you guys lost personnel. Yeah, I think uh... – you know, obviously losing Defrost and uh, Kai Brummer um, and then Joseph Robinson left us in the transfer portal. Um, those are the three guys that – I think those were the only three guys we lost. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously, Defrost, I mean, he went number one in the in the NFL draft. So Yeah, I can't you know, say that was a bad decision. <laughs> losing a number one draft pick is not easy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, Juice, I think, is very capable, uh, definitely capable enough to, to fill that role for us. Um and that's kind of why, you know, we really went after him in recruiting. We, that's the guy that we wanted, and we were able to get him. Um, but, yeah, like I said, you know, Defrost and Kai Brummer, like I said, Kai Brummer was our defensive captain, and Defrost was a, the number one pick in the NFL draft. So losing those two guys are definitely not easy. But, I mean, like I said, I think we're, we're poised and ready to, to get back to the, to the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm just ready to get back on the field. I've been sitting at home and and getting stronger and faster, and I'm just excited to show people what I can do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's that's definitely. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to get. Yeah, I think everyone. But obviously, there's some stuff that has to be done in the off season to get things going, and that's why the league runs so smooth is because we have this process that has is time tested and it, it works and it makes oh, yeah. for a great time. Yep. Yeah. And Mike and David and, you know, even Matt, you know, they know what they're doing. They, uh, yeah. they, uh, they've done it for a while. They've been, they've been doing it, you know, uh, I'm not going to be the one to say they need to change it up. Cause like I said, it's, it's tried and true. So. Yep, Exactly. But I mean, as soon as I, we get back on the field, though, it's it's on again. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, great talking to you today, uh, Jebediah. Ladies and gentlemen, season nine, Defensive Player of the Year, linebacker for Oregon, Jebediah Laundry. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you. Go, Ducks. <laughs> See ya. See ya. All right. We are back with the Players Corner. Now, for our final guest, it's you're going to see a running theme here. We have a very special player. I'm just going to cut to it. It is Lyle Fletcher, the Season 9 Offensive Player of the Year and Freshman of the Year for Oklahoma State. How are you doing today, Lyle? Good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. How about yourself? Pretty good. First of all, congratulations on the amazing season, on the awards that you won. I mean, that's got to be awesome, especially as a freshman. Yes, it, it was an amazing season, and uh, I'm just as happy as it turned out. Uh, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates, though. Definitely. Yeah, it definitely is, is, is a team uh, sport. So 
so let's start by getting to know you a bit. Like, where are you from? Where you went to high school? How it is that you ended up in Oklahoma State, of all places? Um, so I grew up in a little town called Glenwood, Iowa, south southwest, um, about twenty minutes from Council Bluffs, one of the bigger towns in Iowa. Um, I ended up in Oklahoma State because of just how um. With the recruiting, uh, Houston Freeman was just so adamant and keeping up with me. Like, every couple hours, he'd be checking in, and we'd we'd talk for a long time, and he was just more involved than other coaches was, and I just felt like I would rather go to a starting school and set my own records and everything than, Mm -hmm. like, start set my own path and follow in others, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Did you feel that it was kind of a gamble, though, going with the brand new program? I mean, not knowing where it's going to go? Oh, definitely. Uh, but we, me and Houston had talked uh, quite a bit about that, actually, because that was one of my main concerns. And uh, he assured me that he was building uh, something special here. And obviously, going 7-1 and one our first year, he definitely proved that. Yeah, definitely put the rest of the uh, the league on notice. I mean, and you had a heck of a year. I mean, out of the nine games you played, you had 362 completions out of 459 attempts. So that gives you a 70.78.9% percentage completion percentage. Over 3,000 yards, 3,636, in fact. You averaged 7.9 yards per attempt, 404 yards <laughs> per game. I'm sorry, that's insane. But 30 touchdowns to nine interceptions to 30 sacks. I mean, it's insane. I mean, you averaged over 400 yards a game. That's insane. Before, I uh, in the regular season, before the playoffs, my completion percentage was 80%. To- mm-hmm. And then I played a tough LSU defense, and it dropped a um, little. Yeah, LSU. Well, I mean, both of the games you guys had with LSU were like classics. Yes. Oh, they were so um, much fun. They're probably my yeah. favorite games of the year. Yeah. It was, but yeah, all all those stats and uh, all my completions percentage, all that is just just goes to show how good of a game planner that uh our ad is yep no no problem yeah he definitely put like i said put the whole league on notice i mean you guys are mostly all coming back next year too i think houston freeman is the only big one, one that you lost yeah uh our our kicker but i'm sure uh houston will find one almost as good as rooster yep didn't he end up getting picked in the draft, actually? I believe so, but off the top of my head, I can't remember which team. So, how does it feel to know that you were throwing passes to a future number one overall pick? Uh, oh, wait a minute. I think I got that confused with Frost. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's they're good. Both, but, they're both uh, ADs on those teams. But, I mean, Houston did go in the draft, though. So, that must have been pretty cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went um, in the first round as well. Yeah. To Dallas. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So 
going into your sophomore season, obviously, I mean, the only thing you got left now to accomplish to have a complete career is that natty. But do you have any other like personal goals as far as maybe like your statistics go? Like, do you want to keep it at maybe a certain completion percentage? You want to throw it for so many touchdowns? Like, what what goals do you got um, for this so season? My goals for this year are um, to get on the list for. Um, the top five for completions in a year and touchdowns in a year. Cause I believe nice. for touchdowns, uh, number five is 33. So I was only three touchdowns away. So another, another game. And then completions was around like 380. So that's another 20 passes completed. So that's, I was one game away from getting on top of those records. So that's definitely something I want to try to for this year. So, Passing complete passing completion, the record is James Kovac. He has 56, but to be top five, you got to get 49. Yep. And it, it's funny. Uh, I actually did get on that list for about two weeks until uh, I believe whoever's number five right now knocked me out. You Did you know that you're actually number four in the passing yards? You're on the list for passing yards for in a single game? Uh, I'm number four and number two. That is right. Yeah, you're number four and number two. Yep. And then you're number five in touchdowns in a game. Yep. I mean, yeah. That was a fun game. Let's look at season records here real quick. Let's see here. So, past completions, 386 to be top five, 541 in attempts, yards, 4205 to be top five. And 33, yeah, to be top five. So, yeah, those are very doable goals concerning what you've done in your your career so far. Right. So, yeah, that's definitely – and then also, do you want to try to repeat – obviously, you want to try to repeat as All-American, right? Uh, hold on a second. My... All right. Hello? Are we good? Yeah, we good? We good? Uh-oh. It's doing that thing <clears throat> again. The robot voice thing? With the uh, the the lag. Okay. Maybe it could be your internet or something? Um, I'm trying. It, it, it possibly could be because... Because we're hearing you pretty good over here. Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? No, I can can kind of hear you, but it's still doing that, like, echo, and I have no idea what's going on. Okay. Um, Do you want to try to keep pressing forward with that, or? Hello? Can you hear me? Kind of. I'm really sorry, man. No, no, no. That's good. I mean, stuff happens sometimes. Uh, Do you want to maybe try to, like, we end this one and try it again? See if that, like, resets it or something? Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Uh, Okay, cool. All right. Awesome. So, 
That's what I was saying. Obviously, you you want to repeat as All American. I mean, who doesn't want to be a four time All American, right? Right. Exactly. And so that's on there. And then the big one is obviously got to be the Natty. The one thing that you came a little short of this season. What do you think is what do you guys? Obviously, you can't give us specific details as far as like strategies and like playbooks and schemes. But do you think you guys have made? What do you think is what kept you from getting there? And do you think you have plugged those gaps? I think, excuse me, uh, I think we were just a little bit behind with just figuring out because Ethan Martin, in, in the beginning, he only had like two, three catches a game before we really found out like where we could put him to where he could actually eat. With, and then he ended up with 70 catches and five touchdowns for the uh, remainder of the season. So I think it was us finding where everyone needs to go. And then now we have a, f- a few extra pieces to plug and play with uh, the transfer portal and some of the recruits we brought in this year. So mm-hmm. I think with those extra pieces, that's going to give us the boost we need to go up and uh, on to the playoffs and on to the natty as well. Who'd you guys get to replace your uh, tight end? Uh, we got Ben Dawson. Um, okay. <clears throat> he's a three-star tight end from, I believe it was Bowling Green. Okay. And with, and, it, and he wasn't a, a, a elite player like, uh, Freeman was or five star like Freeman was, but that also allowed us to have more points for recruiting to help fill other holes that we had. Okay, do you think it was mostly on the defense or the offense? You guys had like the bigger holes that you need to fill. I think the like a lot of people last year saying that we were missing depth, and mm-hmm. when games got like really close towards the end you could kind of see that our depth really wasn't there but we still were able to pull some of those games out so i think yeah we added some help there so look yeah a little bit more on the defensive side but uh i'm still excited about our roster i really am i think we have the uh chance to go all the way this year especially with all the pieces we filled in yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely going to be an exciting, uh, exciting uh, season. I mean, it's our sophomore season because you and me were in the same class. Yep. It's going to be our second time around. We know what to expect this time. We know, and, and I mean, you're going to have more expectations on you. Like before coming in, no one really knew the name Lyle Fletcher, right? But now, everyone's going to know that name. Everyone's going to have that target on your back. Yes, for sure. Um, it's definitely going to be different compared to last year. Mm-hmm. I feel like last year, mm, uh, they knew about me because I, you know, obviously I coming in as an elite recruit. And you're like, oh, kind of game plan around him because he's going to be good. But mm-hmm. I don't think anyone besides my AD really knew how good I was going to be. So until you started letting it rip out on the field. Yep. 
<laughs> Man, I I'm just I'm excited about seeing what's going to happen all over the place this year with these the new guys coming in, the transfers. The... It, it's just going to be exciting, and we only got a few more weeks left. Mm-hmm. Was it January fourth? Correct. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I, I'm so. really excited to see how uh, the new teams, Oklahoma and Boise, do. Boise, I think, is going to be scary because it's clutch. Yeah, I agree with that. But <clears throat> I also think Oklahoma might be scary as well because uh, uh, Arctic Knight was the head coach mm-hmm. for Bowling Green. And they're obviously the first yep. Big Mac. Or, yeah, it's not, not Big Mac. The Mac champions. <laughs> Big Mac. Now you're making me hungry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like – him and um and our new AD Lee J coming up from the Mac. That's that's definitely exciting. Like I like what he's doing and the different things that we're doing and stuff like that. And I think I feel like it's a good uh, it's good for the league to be expanding. Yeah. Let's just put it that yeah, way for sure. And definitely good. I I like the the part where like no team can be taken for granted. Like uh. When we when we get when against uh, Nebraska, who gave us our first L, uh, mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh, Oklahoma State's gonna roll over them." But it was a battle to the very end, mm-hmm. and especially with the new teams coming in, like, like, "Oh, they're the new teams." But if you see who's been building those teams, you're like, ah, yep. "I don't think it's gonna be that easy," you know. I wonder if they're just going to keep adding teams every year because they added you guys, and I think you guys were the only brand new team in the CFSL. Uh, Texas A&M. Uh, no, Texas A&M had been around. Oh, oh yeah, okay, well, been around, but I was, I was saying for, like, this year. They brought them back. Oh, did they bring them back? Was this year their first year back? I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I didn't know that. I did not know that, but I mean, regardless, I mean, they brought in new teams last year. They're bringing in new teams this year. I just wonder if it, every year it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because I was looking at the recruiting pool or all the recruits that were coming in. It's like, I was concerned. I'm like, is everybody going to have a spot on a team? Like, Right, and I think that's why they added the two MAC teams as well. Yeah. And so I think um, just how big the re- recruiting pool gets each year is how much – uh, how many new teams will be for the next following year? Yeah, I mean, if that's an indication, we're going to get maybe like four <laughs> new teams next year. I mean, it was insane the number of recruits that we yeah, had. Yeah, it was. And, and it was insane the number of like five stars and elites that went to the match. I know. The like, Especially, <laughs> I think, what was it? Ohio has had the number one overall. Yep. Two years in a row now? Yep. Yep. And they Ohio sent that one up to the C the one they got last year got sent up to the C called up to the CS C F S L. And now it's just like and now we got three divisions too. Yeah. And it's that's exciting. What do you think about this new playoff format? Um sorry about that. How do I feel about the new playoff yeah. format? Yeah. Um I definitely think it's going to give more teams a chance to get in because 
Because mm-hmm. they're doing uh, each conference winner and then one from each after that, or? I thought it was the top two in each conference. No, that one makes sense because that'd be so... Yeah, isn't it like... Oh, shoot. I don't know. I completely forgot what it is. Yeah, I think... I, I but think I remember it might be right, though. Because then... Top two in each conference and then one voted in for a wild card. Yeah, because then the, the first... The number one overall from each conference gets a bye, doesn't it? I don't know if it or yeah, that probably how it works. Yeah, because seven four. Well, yeah, we I don't know the math's not. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, neither can I. It, it was top of my head. Yeah, well, I mean, so we probably shouldn't talk about it. We can't even <laughs> <Right>. remember what the format is. So, but one thing that I thought was really interesting, though, is our class, our freshman class. I mean, we were insane. Like, you had you as as the offensive player of the year. Obviously, you were the freshman of the year. We had like Joe Idle over in Alabama. We had one of your teammates, um, Grayson Davis. Yep. Doing really good over there. Had over 100 tackles and, this year. It's crazy numbers. Yep. And pretty sure he made All-American. Yes. Um, yes, he did. You heard. Let's see. You had. Um, what's his name? Flower Day. Oh, in my Sean position. Sean Flower Day. Yeah. Over to Auburn. You had. Uh, was it? Monte Wyatt over at Oregon. I mean, yeah, he had a uh, crazy yeah. year as well. Yeah, he was only a four star, I think, too. Really? Wow. I, I think so. I, I don't think he was a five, though. I think he was a four. But yeah, um, probably packs the hell up, though. <laughs> um, so then, okay, so one of the questions I like to ask the players that come on here who is the guy that you try to like, that you watch in the league? Right now, as like, well, you can also go with the new guys that got, or not new guys, the guy, the graduating class that just got to the pros. Who's the guy like you looked up to and saw in your position and be like, that's the guy I need to be, or that's the guy I want to mold my game after? Because um, with quarterback, it's a pretty open discussion because there's so many great right. ones. Um, so I am like this. This last season was my first season ever. Uh, Lyle Fletcher first character ever um the person that i saw when i joined the league was the national championship of season eight where i saw will slay and vito Pepino playing and when i saw Pepino play i was like that's him that's who i want to be like you know um Mm -hmm. and this is before i even knew all of his accolades and everything that he was about to get um, he had the speed, the agility, he had the arm, the accuracy, and uh, just how I see myself as a quarterback as well. You know, I got the speed, agility, arm strength, decision making. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even this year when Texas had what it was a three and five record, I believe. Something like that. Even yeah. When, his team as a whole was having a down year. He was still having a really good year 
for starting quarterbacks. Even because Texas yes. was like seven to three points away from winning all of their games. They didn't have any blowout yeah, losses definitely. or anything like that. I think it was more their defense that was more suspect. Their defense weren't kind of hold when they when they needed them the right. most to. But yeah, there's only so much a quarterback can do. And it's funny you mentioned Vito Papino because season eight, he was the offensive player of the year as a freshman. Yeah. So it's really funny that you mentioned that because you did the exact same thing that he did. Offensive player as a freshman. Yeah. Um, I just I just hope my team doesn't have the same turnout as his sophomore year does either. You know, going oh my gosh. three and eight. Or three and six, my bad. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, this league, you yeah. never know. You never know. And now with the addition of two more teams, it's now just two more headaches you got to mm-hmm. worry about. Because anybody can win this thing. It just takes the right re- recruiting class, the right game planning, and it's and it's all it's gone. Yeah. It's on. So then, looking at, I'm assuming you got your schedule, and you've heard what, who you guys are playing. Is there a matchup coming up this year that you're really, really, really looking forward to against? Like, maybe there's a certain safety or corner that you're really looking forward to throwing against. And, um. So I have a lot of family in this league, Mm -hmm. Uh, cousins and brothers. Uh, One of my cousins, his name is Levante Griffin. He he just uh, transferred to Texas. He's an uh, elite corner. And so now Texas has two elites, I believe, and a five-star corner. So I'm Mm -hmm. really looking forward to that matchup. That'll be that'll definitely be a good matchup. Um, dang, I had one thing. I had another thing that was in mind that was. Oh, you mentioned Texas. We've talked about Oklahoma. You got two big rivalries now. You got the Oklahoma Oklahoma State rivalry, and then you got the the uh, Oklahoma versus Texas rivalry. You got two big rivalry games going on now. How? How, how do you feel about that? Do you look at that as just uh, it's just any other game, or do you actually kind of feel like this game is kind as, of special? Um, we've gone a lot. Like, if you would have asked me last season, I would have been like, oh, you know, they're just some games. But now as I'm getting to know the uh, other players and other teams and stuff and how hyped they get for those games, it gets me going, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a rivalry game. We got we to gotta go all out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it, it gets me really hyped nowadays. Okay, speaking of hyped, how did it feel getting to play in an actual bowl game? Uh, it was awesome. Uh, you know, the, yeah. the end goal was to make it to the Natty, but just to play in a postseason mm-hmm. game uh, and against LSU and how the game by like was it 17 or so and we rallied for almost a complete comeback but uh to lose by three kind of sucked but at the same time you know at least Mm -hmm. we played our hearts out and we just had real a lot of fun that game especially during the fourth forgive me for for not remembering but which bowl game was that 
Um, I don't think it was the Rose Bowl, was it? I don't. I think. No, I think Rose Bowl yeah, was Oregon. That was the Oregon. I think it was the Oregon Miami game. I think, or was it the Oregon? You. I don't know. They had so many different bowl games. <laughs> yeah, they they had they had a lot. I want to say it was maybe the Orange Bowl, but I can't I can't yeah. up right now because I accidentally closed out. Of yeah, that. yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's definitely that's something that I'm hoping we get to do over at Clemson is get to an actual get to a bowl game this year. Yeah, I, you guys are looking like a squad again this year. I think kind of just like how Texas was, you guys were only a couple plays away from, you know, getting to the postseason. So I think I think you guys we were literally like, year. I want to say maybe seven yards away from the postseason. And that the yeah. final game against Florida, we we were driving down the field. All we needed was a, a touchdown and we got it to one of our receivers and they brought him down inbounds, and the clock ran out, and like at the seven yard line, I was like, "Oh, yo. oh, I, I, uh, I totally get how you feel because uh, in our LSU mm-hmm. Oklahoma playoff game, we were uh, one bad ref call away from our chance at a comeback." So yeah, I totally know that feeling of being so close. Yeah, it so was. Far. It's 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 all right. We're, we're we'll bounce back. We'll, we're gonna we're gonna have a good right. season. I th- as I think a lot of people are this year. I'm personally I'm personally excited because mm-hmm. I've moved out of the slot to the outside now. So that'll be pretty fun for me. Yeah. Ooh. So. But yeah, that'll it'll be definitely interesting to see how things go this season. Um, right. However. Yeah. I I just. I understand it was because of the holidays is why this it seemed like this off season is longer than the usual off season, but I understand it's because of the holidays. Right. But I'm just ready to get back out there. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, I've been as well. Yeah, I'm ready. So but yeah. Well thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to talk with us. Uh you have a great holidays and we will see you out on the grid. I everybody Quarterback for Oklahoma State, Lyle Fletcher. Thanks, Lyle. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks no for problem. having me on. Have All a right, good holiday as well. Bye. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me this week. Sorry it took a little bit longer to get this episode out to you guys than I had hoped. Um, just so you guys know, this is going to be the last episode before the new year. So, everyone, have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy holidays, whatever you may celebrate out there. Um, We will be seeing you guys right around the corner for week one. So thank you for joining me in the Players Corner.